Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Two of the Steelers Blitz here on SNR. Rocking and rolling back in our time slot with the phone lines, with the tweets, with your regularly scheduled programming. You gotta love it. You got to love it. Let's go to the phone lines once again. 412-919-1316. Those are the digits to dial if you want to join the party. We got Juan down in South Carolina. Juan, what's up, cousin? Uh, what's going on, buddy? What's happening? You tell us. How you been? Hey, it's the favorite time of the year. Happy you guys are back. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. No, without that. a doubt, man. Glad to have you back in the saddle, too, with us. Yeah, I, I got to get back on Twitter, though. I'm not on Twitter no more. I got to get back <laughs> on you for the season, though. That's all right. We got the phone lines open. We should be all right. We'll still hear from you. All righty. So, um... Before I get started, I just want to say uh, rest in peace to our guy, Stan. I, I miss that guy, man. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The Steelers had a really nice tribute to him at the uh, the Buffalo game a couple weeks ago in his old spot uh, in the press box. Um, I did the postgame show with Rob King last week, and, you know, we were both kind of like, man, this is weird. Like, Stan did this postgame yeah. show forever. So, yeah, nice nice of you to say that, Juan. We Motes and I are honored to uh, kind of be in his time slot here now on 970 as well, too. We'll we'll do our best to honor the the legacy of the Godfather to, to anybody um, that's listening to us now in his old time slot. Hey, yeah, and the, I, before, and another thing, too, when, when we signed Patrick Peterson, I was the first one to give um, Omar Khan the Khan artist name to stand as my witness, so he's not here to witness this, so I'm sticking to that. I was the first one to give him that name. I believe you. I believe you. It sounds about and, right, and but he's working. The way he's working, I love it. And speaking of speaking of the Khan artists, I love the trade we did like, um, yesterday with um, getting um, Dawson, so yeah. I see that that's a potential that green we're gonna stick with green because a lot of people want to blast green they forget the guy only played like five career starts at center so you can't blast the guy that early yeah it was it listen it was a tough trial by fire for kendrick green his rookie season uh you're right Juan. i mean he comes in and is asked to play center one to replace marquise pouncey a legend at the center position and i mean Dang, the Steelers just uh, from Damani Dawson to Pouncey to to Webster. I mean, they've they've had just some iconic centers. It's a tough act to follow in Ben Roethlisberger's last season, right? I mean, it it was a tough spot, and then he goes from that to to not playing at all last season. It's it's been a whirlwind for him, Motsi. But I tell you what, if if he can make it through this, he's he's got some uh, he's got some chops. That's for sure. Yeah, I think it's more so just expectations. When you're third drafted in the pick, third round, yeah. you put him in 53. Top 100 pick, be yeah. replacing Marquise Pouncey. He's supposed to be seven's last go around. Everybody just had the expectation that he would come in and be Marquise Pouncey, that he would be a Demarney Dawson, that he would be uh, Mike Webster, right? We can go down the list of all of these Hall of Fame caliber dudes, right? But for Kendrick, he possessed some of the things that they did in terms of the athleticism, but he is very small in size in contrast to a Marquise Pouncey. 
in terms of a Damani Dawson. You know what I mean? So I do just feel like for him, man, it was a great opportunity, but it just hasn't worked out to this point. But yeah, to act as if it was an utter failure, I don't agree with that either, man. So I, I do. I think we're all on the same page with it. And it's not to say that he can't play better because he can. Sure. We've seen it from Dan Moore Jr., right? It's it's the same conversation. Yeah, and I'll also say this, man. Um, Everybody has negative parts of their game. Everybody does. It's all about what you can do to minimize it or hide it. And the prime example I always use is Alva Villanueva. Struggled like a son of a gun versus bull rushers. And what did he develop? He learned how to trap the guy's hands when they were going to bull rush him so instead of allowing them to put hands on him where he knew okay if it gets here it's over he figured out a counter he figured out something to do to offset it and it turned him into a way better player for Kendrick he has to figure what that is for him how does he offset you know if this is boxing we'd be like yo you got to develop a jab right get your jab man that's gonna keep some of them dudes off of you he hasn't developed that part just yet so Whenever he's out there, it's, that's part of the reason why they yeah. keep coming back to it because they know at the end of the day, I got a move that this guy can't stop. He has not shown any ability to stop this just yet. So until he can get an answer for that, unfortunately, some of this stuff is going to continue to appear. But as a whole, though, he's put himself, based on how he finished last game, I think he put himself in a good position. And I agree with you guys. And also, um, Everyone, everyone is doubting this team, but I think we got something special this season, man. I, when we played in the preseason, that picket the pickings combo, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm already thinking they're gonna be better than Burrow and um, Chase. Hey, we uh, certainly have a lot of reason for optimism. There's no doubt about that. Um, from what we've seen from the offense, from what we know, the defense is capable of. I think, uh, Juan, I, I, I know you're not alone. There's a lot of feel-good heading in this regular season. You've been fortunate to navigate the training camp in the three preseason games without any devastating losses, too, to this point. I think that's part of it as well, too. Feels like you kind of got all hands on deck here as the journey gets started, uh, what, 13 days from now? Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're jacked up. We're ready to go, Juan. We're ready for some football, baby. And you, you're going to hear it first. We're going to beat those 49ers first. Talk game. Like about the last two it. Seasons, the last two seasons, we beat we beat um, Cincinnati first game. And before then, we beat Buffalo. We're going to beat, we're going to beat the 49ers. So we're going to upset. It will be three years in a row we upset top teams. I like it. I like it. The, the last I saw, I think the Niners were like four-point favorites in that game. I don't know if that's moved at all. That was a couple weeks ago. Um, but I do think – uh, right now, the consensus would be that the Steelers are slight underdogs in that game, not huge underdogs. Um, I mean, consensus from a national, from a you know a Vegas standpoint. But so by that one, I think you're right. Another upset to start the season, uh, home opener, uh, the f- week one for the first time in nine years or something like that. The place is going to be going crazy. Get a big win there, carry that momentum, of course, into Monday night and your first uh, AFC North showdown with the Browns the following week. Uh, it's almost here. Can't wait. Juan, thanks for the call, partner. Great yes, stuff, indeed. and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, buddy. Y'all have a good one. You as well. There he goes. Juan down in South Carolina. Again, 412-919-1316. If you want to jump on the phone <laughs> line, Steeler Rocker 73, our buddy Jay, New Hampshire, tweets, uh, regarding where, where, what, hold on, where is he at? New Hampshire. Thank you. 
<laughs> Regarding what Juan uh, just said about Stan Saverin, I bet he's up there right now with a big smile saying, hey, fellas, love the show. I hope so. I hope so. That would be uh, that, yeah, that's, doubt, that's quite man. the honor. We are. We, um, you know, when we kind of started the show on Friday, everything was a little crazy and we're getting back into the studio in our time slot and all that. But I'm, I'm glad we did mention that today. We are. Uh, it's an honor for us to to follow up in the uh, the time slot of the Godfather, one that he made his own in this city for so long. And we. Uh, Yes, we obviously are, uh, are are very honored to to be in this position. You know what, Motsi? Um, I was going to transition into our season predictions topics here, but why don't we go to the phone lines one more time? Man, let's do it, baby. Come on now. And say dale to our buddy Cuban Dan. Cuban, what's up, cousin? How's it going to the studio with phone lines? You guys are big, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you mean, big? Listen, huh? you, you hang around Wes long enough, man, you become important. All right? Oh, Wes is that type of guy, it. man. Wes is that type of guy. He got phone lines in here. They even got snacks in here now. It is crazy yeah, what they've done do. with the place, man. We we got we got uh, Coke and Sprite and, and Doritos and Cheetos and popcorn. I we mean, got, we got like a break room all because of Wes. We're living. Uh, now I know what Wolf meant when he said, if you put enough dogs in a room, eventually the cats start barking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's go, let's go. Oh, love it, love it. What you yeah. got for us today, Dan? What's up, buddy? Well, um, the Lions two and a half right now Okay. Uh, on, on Steelers' uh, fan friend. You all need to get a degenerate gambling segment going. <laughs> For every week. Well, now hold People on. Like we, we, you, see, and that's the nice thing. Like when we went to that different format where our segments were longer, it was harder to do some of that shorter, quirky stuff that we used to do. But Dan, I promise you, next Friday, right before we, when we, when we uh, are heading into NFL regular season week one, we will talk Show about it. Hey, gotta get a little paper now. <laughs> Is that going to be before or after the offbeat song? <laughs> uh, maybe right after, actually. Maybe that'll be our final segment. We'll, well sing the song and then we'll get that paper. The song is always on beat. Yeah, it's just all right. our beat. That's right. Yeah, we don't have to use y'all beat. <laughs> That's it's right. our beat. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. I've been craving it, man. I've been craving yeah. it. It's, it's, an abstract, first... it's an abstract song. Well, Dan, yeah. real, real, qu- real quick, uh, secret time, okay, between Uh-oh. between me and you. Shh, don't, don't, tell don't tell anybody this, all right? Don't tell, don't tell anyone I said this. I may or may not. I may or may not have already started writing some bars for that 49ers song. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, I, know, I know you have. I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just waiting for him to drop. That's all. Hey. So I gotta. No, I was just gonna say, hey, next week we're back, baby. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it, man. I, bro, I'm so desperate for Steelers football that I've actually gotten to the point where I'm watching the Madden simulations on YouTube. <laughs> like that, 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 that's how, that's how bad it is, man. That's, that's I'm a junkie over here. So I got a, I got a question for Moats. Now, everybody's watched the, the pre, the preseason mm-hmm. everybody's gotten excited everybody's trying to tether their expectations so moats how much of what we saw in preseason how much of that do you think that we can hope to or reasonably expect to see translate to the regular season well first off i think it's a great question um the stuff that i think definitely carries over is number one the intensity you look at 
that starting offense and starting defense in all three games, did they ever appear flat? Did they ever appear to be playing up or down the competition? And I say that because we saw that Bills team specifically coming here week two, and everybody has a lot of expectations for them. And you can make a case that they came in here kind of flat, but they are very skilled and talented. But the one thing that we saw was skill with no passion behind it versus a team that is close in terms of the skill, but with a lot of passion, a lot of intensity, it's going to win the majority of the times in that matchup. So that was the first thing that I thought that really, you know, jumped off the screen to me as something that carries over. Then the next thing was, all right, we knew week one versus the Bucks, everybody was going to be excited. So cool. All right. You don't have to necessarily give them a pat on the back for showing up. You should have been ready to show up. But that's not the case with that Falcons game, right? Because that Falcons game, we had seen this offense and this defense, heck, even the starting special teams unit, all produce at a high level. In fact, coming off of a very nice week two performance. And we all knew going into the game that the Falcons were not playing their starters, right? In the meaningless third preseason game, a game that Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, Najee Harris, T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Alex Highsmith, they all could have said what? Man, this game don't matter. Let's just go out here and just get a little cardio in, all right? <laughs> Try not to get hurt. But I don't think any of us left out of that game feeling that way. They attacked and approached that game as if it was a regular season game for the AFC North Championship. And that is something that carries over. So that's the first thing to me that I, I hang my hat on in terms of just the growth from this young group. The second thing is this, man. The plays that we saw being made, they do translate. George Pickens, we haven't seen him make a combat catch on a defender. I don't care what oh, defender was out there. He was going to make that play regardless. It could have been Patrick Peterson. It could have been Jalen Ramsey. He was making that play because of the ball placement, because of who George Pickens is. 50-50 balls for Pickens are 70-30 balls. Hey. We've seen that. So that translates. Deontay Johnson been routing up everybody. He done routed up Marlon Humphrey, who's an all-pro in this league. You don't think he got a route up anybody else? So me seeing him make the plays that he's made this preseason, that translates. He's a Pro Bowl receiver, $18 million a year receiver. The big questions we had surrounding this offense specifically were offensive lines protection and Kenny being able to be aggressive down the field and Matt Canada designing stuff for them to hit the middle of the field. We've seen all of those things take place. Now, granted, it's a small sample size. So I look at it like this. I'm very optimistic about what this team is going to be bringing and what carries over into the regular season. The only problem to me is we've only seen a trailer. If this is a three-hour movie, <laughs> we've seen a two-minute trailer, and the trailer looks like it's filled with action, all the great scenes and some funny looks quotables. Like Goodfellas. Right, but we do not know, is this just the Irishman? The Irishman, they pumped it up like it was good, fellas, like it was Casino. It was all right. It's got all the guys. Oh, man, it looked dope. It was just, it was just all right. It, it was all right. right. Right, but the way they talked about it, the way they hyped it up, you would have thought it was going to be the greatest mob gangster movie of all time. That's why, for me, I look at what we've seen this preseason, and I'm like, man, you have given me a lot. I am eager to see what y'all can do in this motion picture. <laughs> But I'm praying that Go on, it, I'm praying that this is more good fellas in casino than the Irishman. <laughs> but that's all to do where I'm at with it. Because the Irishman's still a good movie. Yeah. It was still good. It's nine and eight. The Irishman is nine right. and eight. You know, it's <laughs> nine good. and eight. It's a winning record. It's good. It might get you in the playoffs some years. It won't casino. Casino was good. It definitely won't good fellas though. 
Goodfellas or Super Irishman Bowl. Could have, <laughs> Irishman could have been two-hour movie. Yeah. That's, that's it. You know what I mean? That's it. But the way yeah. they hyped it up, you yeah. were like, bro, this might, this is going to be the movie. Like, <laughs> the movie of movies. You're like, yo, let's go. And then it starts, you're like, all right, all right, all right. And then, like, 90-year-old right, Robert bro. De Niro is trying to fight a guy yeah, out in the street. Yeah, I'm like, like bro, oh, come, come on. on, man. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Oh. I, I think that answers my question, man. I just – I was just so taken back by the fluidity of how everything played out. Yeah. It just seemed so effortless. And – I, there's just, there's just a big part of me that hopes that that translates over to the regular season. I'm sure with everybody else too. Yeah, I think. But, well, I was gonna say you would rather see it look like Absolutely. how ours looked than when we talk about that Bills team. When we talk about some of these other teams with higher expectations just, that looked rough or just didn't look as crisp. Even last year in the preseason, right? Like the results were there in terms of wins, but it didn't look no, like this no. year. No. Right, I mean, you're going at times. You're back and forth between Mitch and Mason and Kenny, and and, and you know, and then Najee gets a little banged up, and TJ gets a little banged up. That that hasn't been the case this year. It's Kenny's team. It's Kenny's offense. The defense looks fresh and ready to go. Uh, it's 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 different. It, it absolutely. You're, you're, you remember how you felt after the Jacksonville preseason last year? Yeah, like it was like yeah. when our offensive line man, what's going over? on with the O line? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's a great call, yeah. and, and and that guys that translated into the regular season, right? You started two and six. Okay, I mean, well, that's the funny part too, though. I was gonna say that's the funny part, man. Yeah, a lot of times, yeah. if it's a negative in the preseason, everybody will hang on to that and remember that like it was nobody's business. But the positive, it's like, deal. oh no, that doesn't count. That's different. It's like <laughs> it's it translated true. last year, right? O line sucked in the preseason last year. Well, they sucked know, when regular season happened too, right? If it translates to a yeah. five and one start by the time you get okay. to the bye week, I mean, you know. That's or a four and one start, yeah. I guess, by the time you get to the bye week, then then yeah, and that's where we want to be. Dan, I think you oh, I think you I think you hit on it, partner. Right on, man. Right on. That was my question. I appreciate y'all taking my call. No, man, I appreciate you. Thanks for calling in, Cuban. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Be good out there. I like this phone lines thing, I tell you. Uh, I made a mistake earlier. I said it was week six that the Steelers play the Rams. I'm looking at the schedule now. It's game six, but it's week seven. You got the bye week there first. So San Fran and Cleveland to open up. On the road, Vegas and Houston, Viva and down in Texas, and then those stinking rat birds at home in October before you get your bye week in week six. So it'll be week seven out there in L.A. But yeah, Motsi, I mean, you know what? You're absolutely right. Like, I hadn't thought about it that way, but last year we saw what that looked like in that Jacksonville game in the preseason. The uncertainty with the quarterback position, the uncertainty with the offensive line, Najee's banged up, TJ's banged up, what's going on? And and you saw that lead to a two and six, not lead, but that was followed by a two and because it's not a no, direct line. But it, I mean, it is all, <laughs> you cannot tell the story without that being a part of it. It's you're absolutely it. right. We could try to minimize it and make it sound good, but absolutely it is very right. much a part of it. That was chapter one in a chapter five book, and a chapter is an eighteen week book, right? It is. All right. So preseason is definitely a part of them chapters. It absolutely, it might be the prequel, right? <laughs> okay. But it's part All of right. it. The prologue, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know those first five games before you get to your bye week: San Fran, Cleveland, L.A., Houston, or sorry, Las Vegas, Houston, and Baltimore. And if we're Motsi, if we're four and one after those five weeks heading into the bye week, or heck, let's dream five and zero, oh, baby, heading into the bye week. I guarantee you a lot of people are going to be talking about, oh, that started in the preseason. Look at what they had in the preseason, and they carried that momentum into the regular season. But guess what? It's still going to matter. We didn't see anything go 11-0 before. 
If they're five and zero, I'm telling everybody. Season, I'm telling everybody they're eight and zero. We did have some fun starting eleven and zero on the year, yeah. didn't we? That was a lot of fun. Four one two nine one nine thirteen sixteen. Those are the digits to dial if you want to hop in. You know what, Mozi? I said that we do some some preseason awards, and I don't mean like the NFL preseason. I mean ahead of the season, some regular season predictions of who's going to win MVP, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, comeback, coach. You know all these different things, rookies. We get a lot of tweets and participation to get to, though. So let's do this. We've got a bunch of tweets to get to here. We'll start with that when we return on the other side. Time's yours. And we'll see if we can keep that going. If we can keep that going through our final two segments, if you guys want to get involved in the tweets, on the phone lines, we'll continue the participation day here because we are still uh, a little under two weeks away uh, from the start of the season. So plenty we can get into. Whatever you guys want to bring to the table, questions, comments, concerns, reactions, get those tweets in. At Wes Euler at the body 52. Duh. Body. And of course, the phone lines are open. The phone lines are like George Pickens. They open, baby. 412 919 1316. It's the Steelers Blitz on This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. You know, Arthur Motes, it's uh, good to be back here, I tell you, certainly, as we get back into the swing of things in the regular season. Enjoyed catching up with plenty of you on the phone lines. If you still want to uh, to hop on, 412-919-1316. Those, are, those will be our digits to dial all season as we are into the uh, the 970 ESPN numbers here as well, too. Always, though, you know, if you've been rocking with us uh, since our inception back in 2018, or really, honestly, any point since then, you know that we like to get to the tweets as well, too. It's an easy way to chime in and to get involved with the show. Um, and you guys uh, do so, so well and have for many years. Motsi, we got a handful of tweets to get to here today. So what do you say we hit this thing? Man, we got time today. Let's do it. Speaking of time to get today, time's yours. Time's yours. There it is. Our there buddy, it is. our buddy, me with Who? the uh, you know me. Oh, hey now with the three pack of questions as me is always inclined to do. Uh, Doctor Westman and Professor Mozi, happy Monday. Number one, what's the deepest position group on the Steelers roster this season, and which player from that group could we ill afford to lose for a substantial amount of time? Ooh, that's a good question. Is the easy answer edge rusher and TJ Watt? Sure. That's the easy answer, right? I mean, that might be the right answer, too. But we all know the numbers, right? Um, When TJ is healthy for the Steelers, they win like 70% of the time he's on the field. When he is injured and not on the field for the Steelers, they win like 11% of the time or something like that. That's a pretty solid uh, discrepancy there. I mean, that's pretty chalk, man. Honestly, like quarterback, I mean, quarterback, too. Yeah. Let's not lie about it. Mitch Trubisky's a really good number two. Mason Rudolph's a really good number three. But you don't want to lose Kenny for for any stretch of the season either. As much as you know, we like Herbig, we like Golden. Yeah, you don't want to lose I mean, TJ. Those are the main. Those are the main positions, though. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's it. 
It's what the defense is predicated yeah. on. It's the leader of your offense and Kenny. I, I that, that's the one that stands out to me. I mean, you got depth at receiver, you got depth at running back. Obviously, it would hurt to lose any of those guys, but not like it would hurt to lose Kenny Pickett. Same thing on defense. Well, because you said specifically the most depth too, right? Yeah, yeah, or a position that is super deep, deepest while position having group. yeah. And it might because I was like, you can't say offensive yeah. line because the tackles we don't have depth like that there. Right. I don't even want to say receivers because it's like we got talent, but in terms of the crazy. Yeah, per se, like I don't look at and say, "Oh man, shh, we could take any of these dudes off our bottom three, four, five. If one they of these guys start, misses like, a couple of games, we're like good. That. Yeah, <laughs> you take pickers out that line. I'm like, oh, or De- Deontay. I'm like, oh, wait a minute now. Yeah, so yeah, probably quarterback, edge rusher. Yeah, because even at safety, I, I still feel ones. like you got some options there. Yeah, if Keanu Neal and got Trey options. Norwood, yeah, I think. Now, I granted, think, I don't want to lose Mika at all, but no, I still feel like I could get out the stadium. You've you've got solid depth pieces there too, and again, you do it edge rusher without yeah. a doubt. I mean, we we really like what we've seen from hey, Perbig. Our pass rush makes the back end a little bit expendable. In some ways, extent. it can. To an if, you know, with what you've got in Golden and Herbig behind, obviously the the uber talented Watt and Highsmith duo. It's an interesting one. I think I think that's the yeah. the, the answer though. I like that though. <laughs> Question number two from me is: I need your film review of the movie Jaws. I'm going to need a bigger boat. I like Come how on, me man. tweets this like it just came out recently. I need your review on Jaws. Yeah. I mean, me, it's been a few years since I've seen Jaws, but it's a great movie. No, We're going to need a bigger a boat. classic, man. They're yeah. sitting around t- talking about their stories of how they got their scars. No, it's pretty simple, man. All right. Sharks in the water. Cages in the water. <laughs> we get in the cage. Huh. That's simple, man. And I messed the quote up, but you get me, Drew. <laughs> And third and final That's question for me. That's one of my favorites, though, man. It's, it's a real, it's a great movie. It's yeah. a great movie. Uh, Spielberg, all that, man. You gotta love it. Mm-hmm. You gotta love it. Me's final third and final question. What is the best Debbie snack cake? Ooh, I like the zebra cakes. I'm a zebra cake kind of guy. Yeah, I don't know. Debbie snack? Um, can I go with a Debbie cake? Or is yeah. that too biased? No. Would it be a Debbie cake? No. Listen, you can go you know wherever you, you want to go. Debbie hey, cake, you were answering man, the question. Right? Debbie cake, oatmeal pie, any of that type of stuff, man. You answering the question. Man, I'm going to oatmeal pie then, all right? Oatmeal, oatmeal pies are really good, too. Go. Those are really good. Can't go with oatmeal pie. Rudy, Rudy tweets us and says, long time, no see. Hope you guys had a great summer. I did. I got engaged. I just wanted to say that I'm excited about this offense, but I am sad to see Kevin Dotson go. Well, hey, Rudy, congratulations Salute on the engagement. You. In fact, That's get a you great a moon summer. pie to celebrate get that you. thing, man. No, get a zebra cake, all right? Don't sell yourself. Yeah, one one for your fiance, one for you. That's right. You and go, make, sure you, make sure you ask your fiance yeah. for what, what, which one they want first. Okay? All right, all right. Be a gentleman. Be a gentleman. Yeah. Be a gentleman. But no, congrats, Rudy. That's awesome, man. Um, and we we did good summer enjoyed the summer no without it out man it's always we alive quick, we well healthy can't complain man i you know had a, we had baby number two at the end of may which yeah. certainly made it an interesting summer wes wes invited me to hang out with him outside of work so like that was we cool go- we golfed you know we, we golfed, golfed we, you know? we we went around uh shakedown street like we, we, we did we, man. how about that this man, summer this summer we golfed mm-hmm. and we went to a concert together yeah, i mean how about that yeah. wes wes said you're kind of not my coworker anymore. You're kind of my friend. He was like, you're oh, kind of my friend. That's what he told me. Oh, please. He didn't say we're friends. He was like, but you're kind of like a friend. I was like, dang, now, all right. If you, look at the, if you look at the sheet at this point, all right, if you look at the scoreboard, <laughs> Arthur Motes has been to my house before. I've been to Arthur Motes' house before. This is true. We've been golfing together, what, three or four different times? This is also true. We've now been to a concert together as well, too. I, can't, I on occasion see you drink out of a mug that even has my name on it. 
That's, that's right. I've, I've seen got, that a couple of times. Yeah. I've got not only do I have Yeti <laughs> Yeti, Yeti mugs from Mozi's golf outings, I also have the solo cups, like the fancy, so, the red and the green and the blue solo. Yeah, in my house, there's like five mugs and cups with them with Mozi's name on. Them. So yeah, I think we're friends. I think we've crossed out of the coworker he's, and he's into like, the friends. You say you're, you're kind of not my coworker anymore. You're, you're slipping into the friends. That's what I'm slipping into the friends. Zone. Slipping so, in the fr- but in this I was way, a good, a good way. Yeah, you know, I was friends really zone, about some it. negative connotations. This is a good friend yeah. zone. <laughs> And I did. We got a reply to the email, by the way. I wasn't lying. I sent an email. I said, listen, Arthur Moss has been a part of our family in this building since 2018. Can we please? I like seeing his smiling face every day so when I have is, to man. go let him in. So it is. But, you know, I produce a show before ours. I'm a little tight for time. Can I please get this man a security card? Well, dear Amy emailed back right away, said, we will have it tomorrow. Oh, mama. So how I'm about that? Fear. We're don't, still gonna don't make let that, me get excited. We're still going to make that joke, though, about, uh, you, no, not without be, about you not being because, able Because it's a good bit. But what, we, we know what the fix is. The fix is they're going to get me a car, but it ain't going to work. It's a, it's a placebo <laughs> oh, car. sorry, Moats. Give us another week. We'll get this figured you, out. You know how it is. Hey, hey, check's in the mail. <laughs> the car's in the mail. Don't oh, worry about gosh, it, man. Oh, gosh, I hope not. Hey, hey, you did, hey, hey, car's in the mail. What was the address again? Oh, we sent it to the other address. My bad. Cards in the mail. That, just give it a couple weeks. Just, just, just wait on it. Just wait on it. Yeah. Heard Seven to one. ten business days. <laughs> Heard that one. Checks in the mail, man. <laughs> Wallace tweets us and said, I've been listening through training camp and everything, but welcome back to your guys' regular schedule. That's how I know the season is here. I'm excited. I'll be at the Monday night game against the Browns and can't wait. We're excited as well, too, Wallace. That's going to be a great atmosphere, especially after the Steelers take care of business week one, obviously. Uh, but can't wait for things to get going. Yeah, it does. Wait. It starts when you see Labor Day on the horizon, when we're back in the studio and in our regular time slot, it does really uh, start to feel like the real thing. We got plenty more tweets to get to here. Uh, We're going to get to our last break, and then we will close down with more of your reaction. As always, keep those rolling in. You know where to get at us if you want to get involved here in the final segment. It's a Steelers Blitz on SNR. is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Final segment of the Blitz here on a Monday. Having some fun as we always do. Time to get to your questions, your comments. Continue uh, to get to your reaction. A little time's yours, yours. if you will, here on the show today. Uh, Blake tweets us, and says, I was hoping to see the Pickett versus Purdy matchup. Is he confirmed to be playing or not playing? I don't know if they've given a specific answer yet, but they've named him their number one quarterback, which would make me think that Brock Purdy is is ready to go. And they just traded Trey Lance to the Cowboys. It makes me think that Brock Purdy's ready 
or they at least think he's ready to go on on September 10th here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I still got my questions about it, just based on the timeline. Yeah, and from personal experiences, the NFL or the player, or not the players, but the team will tell you, "Oh, you're cleared, you're healthy," and it's like, uh, actually, I am not. <laughs> like, I still very much feel this. Y'all tell her, y'all tell me, "Oh, you're you're not on the injury report." It's like, bro, but I'm very much injured. I am very much injured. So, yeah, I need to see it. And once I see it, then I believe it. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's playing the preseason, though. So, we'll see. But as we know, also, that's a very small sample size. It's a very, very protected sample yeah, size as not, well. That's not three hours out yeah, there with T.J. Watt and them boys hunting you. Right. Like, that's the part where we will truly see, you know, if it's all the way there. But, yeah, we will. yeah, on paper right now, it's supposed to be all go. Good on good. And if that is the case, if Purdy is out there along with them having both, if he is back, mm-hmm. I could definitely Sounds understand like them being close. the favorite. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. understand that. That's interesting. You would have the uh, first quarterback taken in the 2022 draft, Kenny Pickett, yeah. against the last quarterback taken in the 2022 draft, Brock Purdy. And the past two reigning defense player of the years. That's right. Yeah, award winners in terms of uh, Nick Bosa and then T.J. Watt. Yeah, Mm, Two franchises that have a lot of Super Bowls between Mm -hmm. the pair of them as well. C.C. Ryder tweets us and says, love the show, guys. Did Corey Trice have surgery? Are we worried at all about the corner depth? Corey Trice did have surgery. Well, I would assume he's he's had it by now, but he's out out for the year. yeah. Yeah. The big thing with them is just like, did you get the surgery done before the swelling happened? If not, Correct. then you got to wait till the swelling Correct. goes down. Then you have the surgery. But it's been like a month yeah. at this point. So, so I well, would either think he so. had it before or afterwards. Correct. But he should definitely have had it then by now. And Motsi, I'm not worried about the cornerback depth, but it's the position. If you were to make me say, all right, one more position where the Steelers need to add a body, dub body. No, not dub body, just a body. <laughs> You, you still run like that? Listen, man, I got you in the zone. All right, <laughs> I, I'm a mean cover two corner. That's like a curl flat drop for outside linebacker. I will I will squat corner you to death. I will reroute every. George Piggs ain't gonna run me over often. I can tell you that. Now I ain't running with him down the line. <laughs> but he ain't that, running you. But up he ain't running me over. I need all right. I'm um, squat corner. That's it. <laughs> that's the one position. I mean, Pat Pete, Joey Porter Jr., Levi Wallace, James Pierre. You know. Those guys are all proven. There's the body of work there. I wouldn't hate to see another, uh, you know, person added there um, with some experience, with some pedigree. I'm not worried about the cornerback depth, but it, like I said, if if you were to add, say to me right now, you can add one more body at a position group, I would probably go with corner. It's on my radar. I'm not panicked though, but it's definitely on the radar. Yeah. Number one, you got a rookie that you're going to be dependent upon in terms of Joey Porter Jr. Rookie scared the heck out of me. I don't mm-hmm. care who you are, first round or last round, you're a rookie. Second, I got Levi Wallace. Was last year you overachieving, or is that what you've become? Then I got Patrick Peterson, over 30. It's a coin flip with those dudes, right? Absolutely. In terms of when they fall off that cliff. So, yeah, it's on my radar. It's definitely something that I'm very much, you know, alerted to. And even when you talk about the slot position, Shannon Sullivan, Elijah Riley, it's a little bit different than Cam Sutton, Mike Hilton. Mm-hmm. Sure is. So we'll see how it all plays right. out. But at the same time, I've seen an Arthur Mallette who came yeah. in here with not a lot of expectations That's coming true. here and start and be a really Very key contributor for it. Yeah. I've seen a Steven Nelson come over here with some question marks surrounding his game. And I saw what he was able to provide for us. I saw Joe Hayden recently released from the Browns at that point in time and what he was able to provide for us. So when I look at Levi, when I look at Pat, when I look at, you know, JPJ, yeah, some questions, yeah, some things that have my intention. But at the same time, 
I'm not tripping. No. I'm not losing my sleep just yet. Like, I still feel really confident in that group. Steeler rocker Jay up in New Hampshire. Hey, now. Uh, also wants to know any name uh, that stands out for you guys right now that uh, might surprise us that you think might not make the 53. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. I would have probably said Zach Gentry. Um, because again, if you're going with somebody who's going to surprise people, right? Other than that, I don't know. One of the, I mean, they've got a lot of really good defensive linemen, Motsi, and you can't keep all of them. So maybe like a Montrevis Adams is as well too, a guy who's contributed over the years. But those are probably the first two names that pop into my mind. Yeah, he said talk Gentry, talk Montrevis. Yeah, I think that's Tanner Muse. You could have made a case for it just because the special teams element. Yeah, I would say yeah. Miles Boykin. If he was, if he were to get released, I'd be surprised. More so in the same vein as the t- Tanner Muse, though. Um, That's good. I think. I think. I think that about covers it. I think you're onto something there. Yeah, because everywhere else, I feel like we're pretty set. I think so. Yeah, like, it's, it's there's a lot less uncertainty Sp- this Spencer year. Spencer Anderson, was last year. Kendrick Green don't surprise me one way or the other. Right. If right. they were to make it, if they weren't going to make it, if one of them made it. But so many of the positions yeah. feel locked down now, right. particularly with the first, what, 19 cuts that we've seen to this point. Uh, Michael tweets us and says, I know you guys didn't get to your awards yet. We'll do that later in the week. We'll do our, our yeah. preseason award predictions later in the week. But Michael says, Coach of the Year, Mike Tomlin, MVP, Justin Jefferson, Defensive Player of the Year, TJ Watt, Super Bowl MVP, Kenny Wood, Pickett. There it is. Hey, I'll there take it. it is. I'll take it. Yeah. I got first pick in my fantasy draft next week, so I might end up with Justin Jefferson. Mm. So we'll so, see. So whoa, you're not gonna go George Pickens? Well, I should I'm take listening. the best wide receiver in the NFL, right? No, who's more talented, or just as talented? Oh, I didn't know Ryan Clark was oh. co-hosting the show. Oh. Now. I'm just saying that's what he said. Oh. Oh. Hey. Our buddy Ranger Abraham, what's up, buddy? We're getting all the all the regulars are back here, you know. Uh, he said, "I'm excited for Steelers football. I'm also because you know Ranger Abraham, Cincinnati guy. Uh, excited to see the Cincinnati Big uh, Bearcats play their first season in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm welcoming finally a team that's not 8,000 miles away in the Big 12. Ain't That'll that be true. nice. Uh, Cincinnati heading to Morgantown in October." October. They fit too. That's a good this, spot. That's uh, a good team. No, November actually. November, I think Cincinnati comes to Morgantown. But yeah, I mean, there's history like between the two mm-hmm. programs there. Um, since I mean, they were just in the college football playoff a couple saying. years yeah. ago. You look at some of the guys. I mean, they're always the Kelsey brothers and Sauce Garner. They're always putting good pros. Mm-hmm. Kobe the Bryant. Yeah, the other dude from out there. That's yeah. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a little bit of a I think a transition year for them big time because they lose Luke Fickle. And they're joining a new conference, so it could be a, a weird year for Cincinnati, but solid Get program. <laughs> get them early. What's up, Get them early. early. Get them early, baby. That's right. That's right. Come on. We got to get those ones. Last tweet of the day, Steeler Nation 920. Tyler up in Wisconsin says, God is good. Sun is shining. The Blitz is back. Who ride? Who ride? Who ride? He also attaches a picture of his uh, his Nike Court Vision shoes, black and gold, that he just got here, Motsi, and wants to know if, if we will sign them when he's uh, when Fire. he's out here in the Berg. Oh, absolutely, man. You hey, know, I'm a big sneaker dude, if, man. I know. You and know, I, I love don't think the, uh, you the want s- me to sign it, but I'll yeah, sign man. it. Come on, man. You're, you're West, bro. You're like the celeb of the group. I'm West, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you funny. That's a good way to end this. I'm West, bro. You West, bro. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that out. Every time Motsi thanks me for producing it out. Oh, you West, bro. You West, bro. Yeah. Fresh West. Come on, man. Everybody DJ know that. Wesh. Put some respect on it. <laughs> Great stuff today. This was a fun show today. I like being back in this format and 
having the phone calls and all the different segments easier to touch on a bunch of different topics. We're having fun. We're rolling uh, back into our regular scheduled programming as we get you ready for uh, everything leading up to that home opener on September 10th against the San Francisco 49ers. So thanks to everybody who called in. Thanks to everybody who tweeted. You know, we appreciate the heck out of you guys. Uh, Mike Tomlin press conference tomorrow, so no show. You better not miss it. Uh, for us on Tuesday, but you will hear Coach T and all the programming that uh, that goes around. Wait, The standards, the standards. Actually, you know what? Hold on. Paint with briar brushes. I might be wrong. What's going on? Because I don't know if he's... I'm not sure on that, actually. Let, I'm not, let, me, let me walk back how positive I sounded there, because since there's no game... It might not be a typical time for Mike Tomlin to speak, but oh, there'll be something here on the airwaves tomorrow. <laughs> I want to say because at noon he in the thick of it. Normally, yeah, but I'm saying roster wise they're in the thick of it. Oh, that's roster true. completion is by four o'clock tomorrow. So the press conference will probably be later on. Yeah, or that's maybe even like, on Wednesday because they probably right, like so scratch in the heart of like, I just said. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I'm just Don't like, li- no, you're right. You think it's in the heart of right? Yeah. yeah. Don't listen to that West guy. He's got no idea what he's talking about. Thanks to all of you guys for your participation. And as always, a big shout-out to the best co-host in the business, Arthur Nathan Motes III. Who, me? (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody. We'll talk to you guys soon. As always, you know where to find us. It's on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.